Welcome to Wine Girls Uncorked, where emerging sommelier Bellini Becky and wine enthusiast Rosé Ricky sit down to share their love of wine, people, and experiences with each other and with you. In this podcast, you'll hear from wine industry professionals, learn some wine facts, and join Becky and Ricky in sampling wine and wine service products. And don't forget to listen in for our uncorked snippets and interviews from local wine lovers and event attendees. Uncork that bottle of wine and relax with us. All right. Hey, wine lovers. Uh, Becky and I here are talking with Dyke Michaels today, one half of the Harder Brunch podcast. And um, we'll call him uh, a wine, uh, let's see, not an expert. Maybe he called me wine adjacent earlier. Wine adjacent. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I'll take that. I have I I know more than someone who doesn't know anything, but I don't have a like a huge wine knowledge. Yeah. I would feel like I have a passable wine knowledge. I am a bartender and uh I've been in the service industry for like twenty years. So I, I I've done uh high end stuff. I've I've done full wine service where you pour and present the cork and, you know, do all that stuff. And I still, to this day, if I'm pouring wine out, I'll pour it like over my arm Whoa. like that, just because that's how they taught you to do wine service. We should have had you serve us then. Uh-huh. And then I realized. Not me. I just poured it in the glass. <laughs> yeah. <you> at home. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't do that with Prosecco, but I'd probably, I'd probably yeah. do that with like a red wine or something. I'm, I still always like <laughs> pour it, pour it over the arm. Um, and I, I know Justin, I took, a wine class in culinary school and it was like a paper uh like in school you know we studied books nope, yeah <laughs> uh i don't think kids have books anymore <laughs> i don't think they do either. but it, i think i was the last year of books in culinary school but then we got to do like a tasting i think we went to like easily winery we got to do a tasting and got to try some different things and it was fun because like only certain, like, I mean, I was in my 30s in culinary school, yeah. but there were some kids who just turned 21. And they're like, what? <laughs> Taste this wine. So do you feel like they appreciated it, or they were just like, oh, this is horrible? I mean, I, I appreciate it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it, was, it was a wine class where you're supposed to, like, sample the wine, taste it, mm. and then spit it back out. And I was like, I'm not spitting yeah. it back yeah. out. Um, but yeah, I heard you were, are you, I heard you're on a, a sommelier track. I am. I've got level one and working on level two. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, have you seen, I'm sure this gets brought up all the time, but have you seen the movie Psalm? I haven't watched it yet, believe it or not. I'm too I've busy doing it. all the things. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> she, she very I need busy. to just have. We should, have you seen it? No, I no, haven't. We'll have to have a girls' uh, movie night. I feel like there's three wine like movies that you have to watch to have Sideways this podcast. Sideways better be on there. That, on that Sideways list. is one yeah, of them. I have seen that. For sure. Psalm, mm-hmm. with because it's it's a lot. I mean, it's it shows how difficult it is. Mm-hmm. But then the people like training to do it, it's a lot of like like tech bros, and they're they're so cringe and obnoxious <laughs> that it's it's a really good documentary. Okay. Uh, but it, it talks a lot about how difficult you know. And what a jump it is to that master sommelier level. Yeah, that's not um, what I'm headed for. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the record. Yeah, it seems like that would almost take the fun out of wine. Yeah, yeah. that's really like, that there's right. only like 170 people in the world that have ever done it. 
or something yeah. crazy like that. Like it's, I'm not going to be the 171st. I can uh, guarantee that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Then there's a documentary called Sour Grapes that is about this guy who was a uh, like a basically like a an influencer. Um, to all these celebrities and he would throw these fancy like wine parties where he would like uncork all this old wine and they would have these elaborate meals and then it turned out the whole thing was a scam and this guy was just like a con man and he conned like all these rich people and stuff like that. It's called Sour Grapes. It's a really great documentary. And those are like, when I think of wine, I think of those three movies. So like, you gotta watch, you gotta watch those two. Yeah. Put it on the list. I like it. You guys are doing an event. Um, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, September 6th, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, right. It's basically our launch podcast, but, uh, you know, it's a wine pairing paired with a food pairing um, with a chef. Uh, why do I keep forgetting her name, Becky? Oh, Felicia Grady. Thank you. I um, I have, I do wine trips. Okay. It's part of what I do, and I have a wine trip to South Africa coming up. Oh, wow. So uh, I got the wine guy that you heard on the first podcast, Chris, he's going to do a tasting of South African wines for us specifically because we're doing a launch party at his place. And then Felicia, uh, who's a gal I know through a women's business networking group, she's a chef, and so she's going to do a few South African food bites to go with. Yeah, I saw now on the menu, I saw some uh, meat pastries mm-hmm. will be in there, and I was like, I feel like oh. Ricky is stepping on our toes a little bit. <laughs> A little, hey, a little bit. With I would cakes. never step on <laughs> on your toes at all. The meat cake invitational, mm-hmm. which we might—that was going to oh, be one of my yeah, questions yeah, to talk up. about. Yeah. Um, is one of the most uh, amazing food experiences that you can never quite explain to someone. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but would you explain it to us, please? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Dyke do that yeah, because that's what I mean. this yeah. was. Uh, a brainchild during the pandemic, right? Yeah, actually, it was during the pandemic. We 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 kept a, a really small circle, probably not as small, probably a little bigger than it was supposed to be. But we kept a, like I only I saw my podcasting friends, and so like Dad lived with us, and then like my producer and our friend Bridget, and then like one other person. And, like we were just like we don't go out anywhere else. We go home and we podcast, and um, we had this argument about who could make. Uh, a what a better wedding cake like made out of meat, like a like a, f- a full a full scale wedding cake, but made like ninety I think it was like ninety five percent meat or something like that. And so it was originally between Bridget and I. Bridget is a professional baking and pastry chef, and um, so I already knew that she was probably gonna win. But I was like, maybe with the meat thing I can do it. And then I forgot at the time Zach, uh, our producer, owned a mustard company. But I forgot, like, he went to culinary school. He's worked in the service industry forever. And he, but he's just very quiet and humble about mm-hmm. his skills. And he's like, I, I want in on this too. So we each made a giant wedding kick out of meat. And there was like seven of us. And I mean, they were all amazing, but it was just like, there was just too much. We we're just like, what are we going to do with all this? And so like, they were like, next year, let's, let's charge tickets. Let's charge a mission. So we got a venue. And then it was like, I don't know if anyone wants to come to a meat cake. <laughs> you know, it's a weird sell. It's a weird thing. But we sold like 60 tickets. We had people drive from Ohio for it. And so it was just like, okay, this is a real thing. And then last year we got an even bigger venue. And we sold twice as many tickets. And so this year, I, I don't want to say the venue quite yet because mm-hmm. it's not locked in place. But we have, 
a much more prestigious venue picked out. And it's become a thing where it's not just the meat cakes. It's, it's a whole like, it's like carnival. It's, we're trying, it's basically turning this whole like art installation where we have different kinds of artists doing different kinds of things. But then the centerpiece is kind of these, these meat cakes. And we got some of the best chefs in the, in the city, in the Midwest making them. Like we've had like, James Beard nominated chefs making meat cakes with us. So did they make them there on site at the event? No. Okay. These, are, these, are, these are ma- made in advance. They assemble them okay. there on site. And then basically it's set up almost like a like a high school science fair. So you can walk around and you can talk to the chefs and you can take pictures of the cakes. And sometimes they even have like explanations of what the, you know, everything mm-hmm. that's on it. And then, uh, and then there's like a judging portion and then everyone gets to sample all the cakes and then all the attendees get a, cast their ballot for who they think is and and they become one of the judges the the audience becomes one of the judges and then meanwhile that is hosting the whole thing there's a dj there's there was like dancing and all kinds of stuff and this year i think it's going to be there were meat pants i saw oh our yeah we have uh well we have our meat cake beef cakes which are uh shirtless bodybuilders that walk around (laughs) During the, during the event. Although Sad, Scary one of those? Uh, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Although I saw Thad with some meat pants on, and, uh, you know, I think that's up to, you know, to each their own. Who yeah. might be considered oh, yeah. a beefcake. Well, we're going to have Dustin Burker be one as well. Too, oh, so, there yeah. we go. You know, there we go. All shapes and sizes of beefcake. That's right. I mean, everybody has different <laughs> flavors of people and meat. <laughs> but my, <laughs> my producer had asked me, like, <laughs> Two days ago, it was just like, can we, cause it was like, maybe we should make different categories, maybe there should be meat pastries. And I was like, yeah, we'll loosen up the restrictions. Cause some people were just, you can do some really cool stuff if you dial back a little bit on how much meat is mm-hmm. in it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then the next day I saw your event and I was like, meat pastry? Wait a minute. Wait a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the meat, yeah. I promise. <laughs> I should have, yeah, I should have like somehow like hashtagged you guys too. To- but that's See that's very on. that's very exciting. Uh, I want to come. I want to okay. come up there. Yeah. Yes. Like Ricky comes to all of our stuff. I, like I I love the fact that I have other friends that are in the podcasting and doing so completely different things. You know. Oh yeah. The original concept of uh, my podcast, Heart of Brunch, was I had a original co-host who I don't we don't speak his name. It's like Baltimore. Okay. But um, he was into wine and he wanted to do. I was gonna make some sort of breakfast and he was going to bring a bottle of wine and then, um, and then talk kind of about the wine. It was going to be more of a wine focused thing. Oh, wow. And I remember one of my friends being like, nobody wants to drink wine first thing in the morning. <laughs> and well, I was like, that's what we're doing. Obviously didn't talk to us, but okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what Prosecco's for, right? <laughs> Actually, that was also on our list. I feel like you already know what podcasts are like because we have a list of questions for you and you've mm. already like, jumped in there it's like have you done one before a podcast (laughs) a couple of them i always tell like new people like new comics who are getting into it i was like going with the game plan i was Mm -hmm. just like you know obviously there's a structure whatever go along with it (laughs) but some people just go in like it's a job interview and they're just quiet and they sit there and they just wait and then answer one word yeah yes i did that yes you know and it's like bring a story bring something in Bring something you want to promote. Bring something you think is interesting or funny. Absolutely. Meet them halfway. 
you know. And there's there should be too much to talk about. Yeah, and you have like some people that yeah you have to drag the answers out of. So I always have like a list to hopefully inspire them and maybe get them talking. But I don't think we're gonna have that problem with you. Can I pull back though? Because yes, I think I don't know you. This is the first time sure. I'm meeting you. Ricky talks about you and says great things, but I don't understand the concept or know about the concept of Harder Brunch, how it sure. got started, what you do, who who is it, kind of, can you talk a little bit about that for Sure, so it was something where the original concept was, I wanted to talk, because everyone talks to comedians, right, it's kind of, there's a lot of comedy podcasts out there, mm-hmm. and I had done kind of a, a, one of those before was my first step into it uh, with a, a different podcast, and I was like, how do I... How do I, how do I separate myself from what everyone else is doing a little bit? And I was just like, well, I have this food background, and I wasn't really cooking professionally that much with it. So I was like, well, people come over, and I was like, I will cook some sort of meal for them, some sort of breakfast brunch, and then we'll sit down and eat, and then I'll go interview with them. So we've kind of already broke bread a little bit, you know. You kind of get to hang out instead of just going in cold to the podcast. And the first couple of times I did it, it was, I mean, it was a very simple, like, you know, you get one thing, Yeah. you know, you come over and Hey, we're having omelets or Hey, we're doing this. And I would try to make it look nice and appealing and what whatnot, but somewhere <laughs> at the very beginning after like the fifth episode, there just became this like arms race of like what I could do with the brunch and it just went off the rails very quickly. And I, I'll tell you the first, I think it was like the fourth or fifth episode, my now producer came on as a guest. And like I said, uh, I started off with a phone in the middle of the table. No cameras, no microphones, just like a phone in the middle of the camera, just, just talking. And uh, my, my producer came on and it was like, I wanted to see how ridiculous we could trick out a bloody mary and that was the whole brunch was just the toppings of a bloody mary (laughs) and i had like a pork belly skewered through there i mean there was like burgers and meat and like all kinds of stuff (laughs) hanging up the top of this and that was the whole brunch and it was it was it was too much it was over the top but that's kind of where I, i i thrive yeah it's fun and i think it just depressed upon him hey this is a fun time and then for a while harder brunch just kind of became like a middle-aged hangout, like it was like a middle-aged honeycomb hideout because it was just like, you know, on Sunday they're going to be doing something fun, you know, and it's just like all my friends or, you know, all my, all my non-comedy friends are in their forties, you know? So it was just like, Hey, I got kids, but I can come over on Sunday and we can all hang out and do this podcast. And it's like, we're kind of working, right? Like we're yeah. working on something. And, uh, it just became a fun thing that I was kind of doing with my friends. Um, and then Zach was like, I want, he came back and he was like, I want to be part of this. I was like, I don't know what you do. You can be the producer, but I just record off a phone. I don't know. So I, literally when we first started, I would have him just tell me when a half hour was up to take a break. I mean, I could look at a clock, but he would just sit there and be like, it's half hour. And, and now to this day, he still tells me when a half hour is up, but he taught himself sound engineering. Like he taught, he learned how to be a producer. I assumed he had a background. Zero background. Wow. And, and then my other, uh, one of my first co-hosts, Chris King, um, at the time he had uh, some disposable income and he was like, 
He's like, I think we got a really good thing going here, but this is embarrassing. You got your phone and the table. You know, guests are coming in. It's not that embarrassing. Not that embarrassing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Y'all don't have wine. Yeah. Hey, you have microphones. You're better off than I was. I didn't even have a microphone. And so he dropped an amount of money and, and got this whole studio. And he was just like, he was like, I don't want to feel embarrassed when people come over. We need a real studio. And so. He, he, he got that, and then all of a sudden it was like a studio, and then COVID happened, and then I spent a lot of time in that studio. I started a secondary podcast just because it was like, man, we got the studio. There's you no com- There's no, yeah, plenty of time. There's no <laughs> comedy anymore, no stand-up. So I did a lot of podcasting during COVID, and then um, it just began. I was embarrassed at the beginning to tell people that I had a podcast because I was a newer comic, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, you got a podcast. Who wants to listen to that? And so I would just have friends over at the beginning. It was very like I would it was service industry and comedy, but it'd be like my friend Beth, who's just like a server. She was yeah. just like one of our first guests. And we just, yeah, she's a server at Helium Comedy Club. And so we just, you know, yeah, it's kind of both things. And uh, I would talk to different comics and, you know, have a few people over. And then the brunches just started ramping up. And the, the good time just started ramping up. And then, like, people would just start talking. Oh, my God, I went to Heart of Brunch. We had this, like, we had, like, two things that were amazing. And it was so much fun. And then a couple months later, oh, I went. They had this three-course brunch. Oh, my gosh, it was so much fun. Oh, my gosh, I went and I had this five-course brunch. <laughs> and it just kept getting, like, we would. Um, it's an experience. We had a, com- there was, like, a comedy couple. And the girlfriend came on. And, uh. She got, she got pretty drunk. Like, like not bad drunk, but like she had a good time. And then we sent her home. And then like six months later, her boyfriend came over and it was like a weird, it was like everybody was like not drinking. It was like dry January or something. And he shows up and he was like, you guys drank with my girlfriend. Uh, You better drink with me. And then he just got rip roaring by himself. Oh, I was going to say, did he break the sobriety? No, no, we just watched it. But then I sent him, then he went to another podcast. His girlfriend picked him up, took him to another podcast. I get a phone call. Thanks for getting the guest so drunk. (laughs) I feel like that could be a thing. I could just do the podcast circuit and just be like, Hey, on so and so's podcast, they gave me this. Yeah, uh, you know, I was a, I was on a fresh and clean on Monday, and uh, I, I listened nice, to that episode. Nice tequila. It was a good episode. You're yeah. very funny. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. We're uh, actually end up being a two parter, so I think part two is going to be okay. on Monday. You get to hear Mr. Shepherd Graff. Anybody wanted to hear that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a something to entice you to listen or deter you from listening, but. But that's what he's gonna do. So would it would it be fair to summarize what harder brunch is? It's a podcast brunch with comedy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I say it's a food and comedy podcast okay. or uh, uh, service industry. And mm-hmm. so typically we talk to either service industry professionals or local comics. But we've kind of branched out, and now sometimes it's just like a local artist. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk to musicians. Sometimes we'll talk to people. We've had like graphic artists on here. We've had, um, there's a lady that makes dick soaps. You know, she makes penis shaped soaps locally. How did I miss that? And, one? <laughs> and, uh, and I thought you, you know, just, <laughs> I was like, I think that would be fun to talk to the, to the penis soap lady. <laughs> and then I just didn't tell Thad what she did. Shut up. Um, but yeah, it, it, it just, it just kind of grew, and then, you know, people know, like, oh, it's 
it's a party, you know, it's like a fun thing. You get, and you get this meal that's kind of catered a lot of times to you. It's usually catered to the guests or to maybe whatever holidays around, you know, but it's, it's a very, um, curated thing, experience that, um, you know, when I go on other podcasts too, I'm just like, Oh, there's no breakfast? You guys have wine, which is even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Hey. But no, it's, it, it's, it's interesting because it, it's, it's also the whole thing where I'm like, take the day. Like sometimes people try to go do stuff afterwards. I'm like, you're going to eat a Thanksgiving meal and, and drink, and drink a lot. Like you're not doing anything the rest of the day. Plan a nap. So I will share with you with my previous podcast partner. Uh, you remember wine to me and my sister-in-law, Amanda. Oh. Um, so we were on harder brunch, and I know that morning she called me. She's like, I'm just so tired. Do you think we could, like, reschedule? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, we cannot reschedule, <laughs> but I'll go on here by myself if I have to. She's just like, oh, I just don't know. I'm not feeling it. I had a late night, yada, you know, all this stuff. I'm like, girl, just show up. She came here on here, and she had such a good time. I almost thought she wasn't going to leave. I thought she was going <laughs> to move in to your house kick that out of his room and take over. But yeah, it was a great time. Yeah. I think, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Cause I, you know, it, it's such a part of my life podcasting that like, and that we put in so much effort and work every week to, you know, curating this experience for a person that we, we do get dropouts sometimes. And it's like, almost, I want to be like, you know, yeah, what you just, yeah. <laughs> you know, work. like we, we had somebody, cancel the night before because they were going to go see Oppenheimer on Sunday. And I was like, you mean a movie that you go see any, any time of the day? <laughs> and we have, I mean, like, it started off as kind of a goof, but, like, we've, like, got clout in the industry. Like, I have chefs that should never, I should never be friends with. Like, I have, like, James Beard-nominated chef, uh, chefs that are, like, friends of mine now because of the show. They're fans of the show. And we, they'll come over. I mean, some of the literal, literal best, like, I, I don't even call myself a chef. I'm like a culinary school grad, but literally some of the best chefs in the Midwest will come through and cook for us on the show. And that happened to be one of the days. And I, I just wanted to be like, I'm not even mad. I'm just telling you what you missed out on. Like yeah. you dropped the ball going to see a movie and yeah. not coming over to this. Um, but I'm a guy that I try to do what I say, you know? If I say I'm going to meet you somewhere, I try to do it. I try not to, whatever, because it, it's a pain at any level, you know, yeah. any amount of effort. And just to, like, call it, I'm not feeling it. Well, I don't want to go to work every morning. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to get out yeah, of bed. I, I don't want to do anything that's not fun, you know. So. so another thing I think of when I hear Harder Brunch, um, I think of pop-up events. Mm -hmm. um, I know that you've had several over the last mm -hmm. year or two, um, and they've all been great, like, Sometimes no, they I'm, haven't, Ricky. No, they haven't. Okay, the ones I've been to have been great. <laughs> to the point where I'm like, except for getting stung on my ass cheek um, at the one. Well, that was Thad's fault. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, I, don't I, don't, I don't doubt that. I don't know why he did that. <laughs> but um, that I'm so like, bad? no, this was, oh, last summer sometime. They had a... Um, I can't remember what you called it. It was like a Hawaiian themed, uh. Oh, like a luau. Luau. Yeah. That Hawaiian luau, you That's know, that thing. <laughs> Thanks. Good yeah. Good job with your words. Yeah. I'm struggling today. <laughs> let me tell you. Um, but yeah, I was like, I can't believe this is 
all the money I'm paying for this amazing food and all the drinks and yeah, I thought I was getting one over on you guys, to be honest with you. I think with a lot of our events, we've kind of, I always want to do something that's a little bit different than what other people are doing. That's, that's the lane that I like to take up. So like we've done some kind of basic pop-ups, you know, before, but like, I, I think we like popping up in new and interesting places. I think we like doing something kind of different every time and challenging ourselves. And a lot of it is throwing stuff at the wall. And so far it hasn't been super, uh, there hasn't been a windfall of cash financially for it. Like we've definitely taken a lot of, uh, a lot of losses and we put a lot of hard work into it. But what it has done is I think it's bought us a lot of credibility with people. You know, we, we do what we say we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We execute these things that some people, I, frankly, are just surprised. You know, like we just did an adult summer camp. And I, I can't tell you the amount of people that bought a ticket and came and didn't think it was going to be good. You know, like. <laughs> they just trusted you. Yeah, well, they were, they trusted us to do something. something. Yeah, but this, yeah. was, but, this is on a different level. But then we actually executed like an actual, like adult summer camp. We were like, I had no idea it was going to be like, you know, we, some people were just surprised when we showed up and there was like actual buildings, like there was a cafeteria. <laughs> Like I thought it was just gonna be tense and a stick, you know. <laughs> like, come on. I'll be honest with you, I kind of thought that too. I didn't know yeah, what yeah. to expect. Sure, I knew it was gonna be. But fun that's no what I'm saying. What. You you bought into us. Yeah. You know, but we had people coming from Facebook, never met us. Mm-hmm. They were just like adult summer camp. Let's see yeah. what that's about. It could have been Firefest too. It could have been. <laughs> I, we I, we had a moratorium on saying Firefest before the, oh, no one's really? allowed to say it until this is over, until we. This is a success, but so, yeah. I know it's a, it, hopefully you're planning to do another one next year. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about how it came to be and how it went? If sure. If reality was this the met- first one? Or it was the first one. So I guess back up to the original point, we started just doing like pop-ups. Like we just, like we would go to our friend's restaurant and we would take over and do brunch on a Sunday. We'd make like three or four items. You could just come and. It was like breakfast burrito or like a giant cinnamon roll or whatever. And it was like harder brunch. Hey, this is what we'd look like if we were a restaurant kind of thing. And our friends would come and it was fine. And it was just like, we got to do something a little bit better. Like we got to do something a little bit different than this. And we would try some different kind of takes on that. And then it was like, well, let's do a, let's do a dinner, you know? And that's when we did like a backyard luau. I had a friend who had like this beautiful like koi pond in his backyard. And, you know, we set up some tents and you know had some acoustic music and just and had a nice like backyard luau thing and, and you then, had bees just saying that again remembers the bees <laughs> <laughs> and then uh we had the uh meat cakes obviously has kind of grown every year and that's our that was our big that was our baby like meat cakes are original weird baby you know of a thing that just like this shouldn't be as popular as it is but it just keeps growing and growing and I remember the first time I was out in public and someone pointed at me and they said, meat cake. And I was like, <laughs> like, I used to own a food truck. So I was used to getting recognized as a food truck. And then at some point I started getting recognized for doing stand-up comedy. And then it was just weird wow. being recognized the meat cake for, for, for doing meat cakes. Uh, I did a stand-up show one with this, this, uh, there's this woman from New York. She was a headlining and I was her feature and we were at the White Rabbit. And we get done, and um, this is really cool, like, 
Brooklyn girl. She's beautiful. She's tatted up and stuff. Like, too cool for school, you know. I feel like you're talking about me. I'm not from Brooklyn. Go ahead. And uh, we get done, and it's, uh, like, I'm her feature. Dad was just there to watch me. And then she was kind of like, you know, it's kind of a tradition sometimes when you're a comic from out of town that you, like, hang out with the other comics. And she had some gentleman caller that was there to, like, that had driven, like, from Ohio, I think, to, like, stay with her. And then she ditched him to hang out with us. (laughs) And then I was like, I don't, we were trying to figure out which bar to go to. And I was like, well, there's a street festival literally in the parking lot, right, right behind the White Rabbit. So I was like, hey, do you guys want to check out the street? It's right here. And we go there, and there was, it was, uh, Tricchetti's was having a party for all of the local, uh, soccer, like, neighborhood soccer teams. Oh, wow. It was like the end of their season, and they had, they had, uh, they were doing hot dogs and all this stuff. And we walk up with this comic, and the, I was like, oh, you guys are hard to brunch, huh? And we were like, oh, yeah. And he was, you guys don't pay for anything around here. Here's a free hot dog. And the comic's looking at us, and she goes, who are you guys? <laughs> that's that's really exciting. Cool. That is so cool. Like, I've never had that happen before. But, yeah, it, it made me look way cooler than we actually are. <laughs> um, but then, but then, yeah, we were like, so I, um, I went to camp. I went to this camp as a kid. And, um, I worked my, one of my first jobs working in the kitchen at this camp. And I worked at this camp for over 10 years and then had a relationship. Uh, it's the same director since I was eight years old. He's, he's been a, he's been the director since the eighties. And, um, and I, I would say kind of like, uh, like, uh, like a father figure, you know, cause like I've known him since I was a little kid and one of my first bosses, great guy. And, uh, Upland did an event, uh, about 10 years ago. It was called Tour to Upland. And they rented out the camp and it was like a bike riding thing. You would come, but it was, vi- it looked a lot like adult summer camp. It was, you would come, there was dinner, then they would have like some folk music or something. And the, but it was just tents. You, it was just tent camping. Mm-hmm. There was no cabins. I mean, there was, I don't think anyone was in the cabins. And then you would get up and then you would ride your bike either like 20, 60 or 90 miles or something. And then you'd come back to camp and they'd have the pool open. They'd have the different activities open you could do. And then they would have like another dinner. And then they would have like a refrigerated upland truck there that you could just go up and pour. And it was all inclusive. And then the morning you, you went home. And I was like, what if I did the same thing, mm-hmm. but take the bike riding out of it? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and just add my programming, which is like, you know, podcasts and live comedy and, you know, some cooler music. music yeah. yeah. And, and so it was a very copy and paste idea. Like I, I'd seen it done before. I, I enjoyed it. I had a great time when I did it. And I was like, I, I think we can do this. And then I sold my team on it. And, um, it, it took a bit of convincing. It took a bit, a bit of convincing. It's a big, like, it's a big undertaking. Yeah. We just, we just incorporated, uh, Heart of Brunch as an LLC, like, yeah. this year. Awesome. And so it just went from like this is this goofy thing that I do with my friends to like now we have a bank account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're in a joint bank account at that. So, it was, so it was all of a sudden this was all three of our problem if it didn't go well. So uh, we took it very seriously. And um, I mean, I had the idea over a year ago, but I think in reality of like nuts and bolts of getting it done, we just meet cake, and then right after meet cake, we're like, all right, summer camp, and then. Wow. 
uh, came together. It was all summer. All summer, all I did was sell tickets and have anxiety about selling <laughs> tickets. But we sold the right amount, and we got it just in, and it was, uh, you know, Ricky was there. It was a complete, complete success, hopefully. Absolutely. I I, seemed I, like everyone had a good time. Yeah, it was a great time, and I was surprised how well organized it was. Um there was always something to do, um, yeah. and I really, I really enjoyed that. Too many activities. That's what I, I, I my favorite thing is watching people tap out. It's like, yeah, I'm going yeah. To bed. <laughs> well, especially at one point, I know Terry and I got lost, or we went too far looking for the canoes. I don't know. We probably ended up hiking about like thirty-eight miles that day, like mm. <laughs> unintentionally. That might be a little bit of, a, of an exaggeration, but but we needed it though. No, too, my fit so. tracker kept being like, "Are you okay? <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> somebody got a gun to your head? Why are you moving so much?" Well, and we both had already decided, "Hey, we're gonna park our vehicle down here where the tents are, and we mm. are gonna walk back and forth up and down this hill, yeah, no matter what. Like, we're not gonna wuss out. Like, we got this. We're we're old, but we're not dead. And yeah, by the end of the day, I'm like, we should just." drive back up there for dinner <laughs> we didn't good. we didn't <laughs> but, uh, it was a great experience and yeah, i'll be telling everybody and uh to make sure they be on the lookout for it next year one of the things i put off to the last minute unfortunately was getting a wine sponsor we had a beer sponsor <gasps> from upland and then i was just like oh. and I, it was literally like the week of the week of and i was like it's too late to get a sponsor yeah. Luckily, I have, a, I have a friend who works at uh, Easley, and she gave me her, like, uh, employee discount. And then we went in, and we got to have this last-minute tasting. And I'm like, I'm trying to put this whole camp together, yeah. and I'm like, I guess I have to go drink a bunch of wine today. That's <laughs> yeah, what I have to yeah. do. <laughs> we went. Well, next time, for your girls. Yeah. Okay, like, all right. Wine tasting for you. Maybe <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, shout-out to Easley, but, like, I there was a – I, that was where I went with my class, and one of the things that I noticed was they make a very sweet mm-hmm. wine, a very sweet product, and they will say that they don't. They're like, "Where? It's not sweet. It's fruit based." Mm-hmm. Well, but like, it's. But <laughs> I will say, I will say this for a summer camp for when it's ninety five degrees yeah. outside, it was probably the best possible. <laughs> Everyone just wanted something cool. Yeah, but they have and this a lot. Like, of, a lot of people in Indiana like sweet wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they they had the uh, they had the margarita wine, which you just we, we were I was putting it over like shaved ice and, <laughs> and giving it to people. Yeah, it's it's this wine they make. It has lime in it, and like it tastes like a margarita. And, uh, but it's, it's made with grapes. <laughs> That's a great idea. Cause it, I mean, I know we got there Saturday, which wasn't the hot, hot day like Friday was. I don't know how you guys survived on Friday, but. It was rough. Yeah. I feel like I died, came back. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> the resurrection of Dyke, Dyke Michaels. I made it to the rave somehow. I was, I was there the whole, the whole day. Yeah. Oh, rave. Wow. Dad was up. not show up. You're the yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Dad? Oh, he's asleep in one of the cabins. I did see some of the counselors go to bed at like nine o'clock. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> still got hours. To yeah, go. that was probably smart on their part. So, like, one of the things I want to ask you, um, because I know when I talked to you earlier, you're like, "Why do you have me on the, your podcast? I am not a wine connoisseur, sommelier, yeah. any of those things." But we like talking to people just about what you like, what you don't like. 
but with your culinary background, I feel like some foods just lend themselves to a wine pairing. Like, sure. Um, some things I can't imagine with anything other than wine. So um, just wanted you to rip off the top of your head, like. I, I mean, I, I mean the trust tree. I mean the Always. yeah, yeah. Only so only I, us and seven of our, our listeners okay. are going to hear you. So I'll be completely honest. I know, I know the basic wine pairings. I you know, I, I know red wine with steak. You know, white wine with fish and chicken. Um, and I probably could ha- taste the dish and taste the wine and be like, well, you know what I do a lot of times? I Google it. I'm just like, hmm, let's see what, let's see what the internet's <laughs> yeah, recommendation exactly. is. You know, and then you go, and the thing about wine is, I feel like unless it is jarringly wrong to a palate, mm-hmm. most people, it's in the explanation and the convincing. You know, you just, it's I, I, I could, I could so present right. you with these triscuits. They're so right. And I could sell you with any wine on these triscuits if my vocabulary and enthusiasm is there. You know, and like, the reason I picked this Prosecco to go with these triscuits because it's a clean finish, and you know, like and the salt and the fragrance <laughs> just really combines with the bubbles and the uh, wine, right? I, I think a lot of it. I think a lot of wine, and I think it's good too. I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think a lot of wine is the ex, the communal experience, mm-hmm. and sometimes someone taking leadership, especially if you're in a group of mixed people that like not like you and me mixed, but like like <laughs> not that kind mixed of. company <laughs> that not everybody is a you know a professional you know, a uh, wine person that we, it's kind of nice to sit back and let someone lead and explain. And, and I like hearing the history about something, especially when I'm drinking booze and someone's like passionate about it. Like, Oh, and let me tell you about the Vintner, you know, yeah. it's just like, Oh, this is great. I'm going to history lesson. <laughs> like, I was, I mean, again, like I'm surprised at every corner, you know, like every corner, like at this point I'm like, well, let's just push the envelope yeah, and yeah, see, yeah. well, you know, People followed me to Brown County to camp for a weekend. Will they follow me to New Orleans? We'll see. <laughs> but but your shirt. Yeah. I feel like it says New Orleans all over it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun time. Or Luau. It also says Luau. But I think, I mean, for one, you and Thad are like a good combination, too. Like, mm. you guys are very different. Like, you guys are both fun people, but also have, you know, big hearts. And you make people feel comfortable around mm. you. And I think that's a huge key right there. That is definitely front of the house, and I'm classically back of the house. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not the, uh, I'm not as much of a host and entertainer as that. That is way more charming than I am, you know. Like uh, somebody, I, I did a yourself short we need a, back, but we okay. need a back of the house girl. <laughs> we do because we are both front of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like okay. I did a, I did a, uh, an improv uh, show last night. And, uh, one of the cam was on it. Uh, Cam O'Connor is a local comic and he like, just drank a Red Bull and he's bouncing off the walls and he's getting everyone psyched up. And I told him, I was like, I'm, I kind of save it for the performance, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I kind of, and, uh, there was some other people on, there's this, uh, woman that does improv that I just met. And then, like, when we came back for the break, everybody was like, Oh, good job. We did the first half. And she goes, you weren't lying. You were so stoic in the back. I was like worried if you were going to be <laughs> yeah. funny or not, you know. And I was like, no, I don't want to turn it on. But like, yeah, we not we need a hype man, hype oh. woman, hype Whatever. person. Whatever, whoever. Right. I don't yeah. care whether it's man or woman. Yeah, you're right though. We'll get there. Do you want to kind of? Yeah, come full circle. Yes, absolutely. Out and then we'll yeah. Then we can. Yeah. Take it home. Land All the plane. Right. Land All the plane. Right. <laughs> 
Okay, Dyke Michaels, can you tell us where our viewers can... Viewers? We're listeners. listeners I can't right. get past that we're we only audio. Prosecco and maybe a little bit of red wine. Yes. Um, <laughs> could you let our listeners know where to find Harder Brunch and when to listen to you? Sure. Um, uh, we are at Harder Brunch across all social media, so it's real easy. Harder, uh, H-A-R-D-E-R? Yes. And uh, I'm at Dyke Michaels across all social media, so it's really easy. That's one thing I try to get across to everybody. I'm like, make all your social media the same. The same yeah. There's so many comics like, I'm this on Facebook, <laughs> I'm this on Twitter, I'm this on Instagram. I'm like, nobody's going to remember that. Don't no. make it hard and to spell. Yeah. And don't make it hard to remember. Uh, at Harder Brunch on everything. Uh, we put out a podcast every week. Um, it comes out on Monday. Um for the for the for the previous week, um, it's definitely like um, and then we also have a Patreon, so we do another episode every week that is uh, it's only three dollars to join our Patreon, and then you also get like a bunch of fun stuff. Like so three dollars a day, three dollars a minute. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> really adds up. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> Hope it includes comedy <laughs> tickets. Yeah, it's a nine hundred number, really. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's $3 a month, $3 a month, and then you get access to our whole library. No, somebody else just joined us. Who, wait a minute. We didn't ask for a special guest. Did you arrange this? Well, listen, I am, I'm so sorry. Uh, I walked down and there's no, there was no microphone set up. So I'm like, oh, they're just having a conversation. And then I saw this little furball to your mouth and I was like, oh, they're trying to podcast right now. This is very cute. I, I love you guys. I almost touched you a little bit because you said trying a podcast, and I'm like, that was insulting. Little... That was insulting. <laughs> I'm like, but I just met you. Yeah, but hi. I had not even yet. I'm Thaddeus. Nice hi. to meet you. Nice to meet you, Becky. And this is how you steal the shine from Dyke Michaels. <laughs> Stay tuned. I told you, charming, charming is going to come down and be charming. <laughs> what? And You're Thaddeus, too nice. Wait a minute. Can we just say that you are the other half of? No, don't. I would like not that because people have been saying that we've been dating. Uh, they've been trying to ship us. I'm not the other half of Dyke. I'm an actual f- full human being. I want to see it as such. Really kind of. Okay. All right. That's what my mom told me. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll give you that. We'll give you a whole person today. Dyke's going to be so mad. He's like, never do that again. Like, we're going to get in a big fight. It was my show. It was my show. Are you guys going to be back on court TV of some sort? Yeah. He's probably going to sue me for this. Yeah. Keeps interrupting me on other podcasts. As he should. He's kind of okay. So my, ne- <laughs> my next question is, uh, is there anything else you want to plug? Uh, any shows coming up? Any other I'm events starting a on? new podcast called Heart of Brunch without Daddy. It's Jamie Keenan. I love it. I love it. I'll pay $6 a month to listen to that. Um... Right now, not yet. I know. I know. Sometime this fall, we're gonna do. Uh, so we've also done uh, live pod. We've done two live podcasts, both at so uh, comedy festivals. And we did one at Middle Ground, and then we just did one at at ours. And there's so much fun. We usually get guests that have been on before, and instead of being more interviewee, it's more game based. It's kind of a blend between our Patreon and, and Harder Brunch. So on our Patreon, it's just usually we talk to a lot of times new comics, newer comics or comics that are just our friends Poor that we just want to hang out with. <laughs> and then we're behind a paywall, so we feel like we can we mm-hmm. can like let our hair down a little bit. You know, we don't have to worry about like people getting offended as easily or, you know, we 
it's just jokes. It's just like we, yeah. and I'll tell inappropriate stories and I'll, you know, like, this is what I did back in the nineties, you know? And, <laughs> and, uh, so I think the live shows kind of a blend of those two things. The other thing that we do is we would play these wacky games. Like we try to trick uh, our friends into saying something racist or, you know, like, <laughs> like, like, I almost got your sister-in-law a couple times. Oh, I know. I know. She's, She's so gullible. That's why I love her. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, um, uh, we're gonna probably do another live podcast here soon, and that's the only thing. We need a little break after some of these. Oh, things. yeah, yeah, that was quite in a bit. Time. I feel like I'm still recovering, and I was only there one day for the adult summer camp. Well, you so gotta come imagine. back for the whole thing next year. Oh, I don't We'd love to will. have you there for the whole time. Oh, I'm I gonna think make you her. Fit right in. Are there any single men there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Girl. We got you. Okay. And um and and also like I feel like there was a, a really good like age range of yeah, people. Yeah, absolutely. Like absolutely. when That's they when great. when they first showed up, it was everybody was over fifty. And I was like, Ooh. Oh interesting. Like, <laughs> did we make a summer camp for <laughs> really for, centers, for boomers? <laughs> like, <laughs> those are not boomers, by the way. <laughs> Closer to fifty than forty. <laughs> yeah. But, but then like but then uh, some other people should, and I was like, "Oh man, we got we're co- yeah, we're covered, Absolutely. we're covered, we got everyone." And nobody knows how old I am, so it's just very confusing for people. Yeah, yeah. Good. keep it that way. Yeah, and then um, yeah, that's it. Okay, well, awesome. Well, thank you again, and everybody follow Harder Brunch on all the socials, and uh, reach out to Dyke. Just you know, DM him, slide into his yeah. DMs. He'd be okay. DMs with that. are wide open. Hey, wine lovers, you know what that sound means. It's time for Uncorked. We're mixing things up here a little bit this week and letting you be a fly on the wall or a fly in the rosé so you can hear what we've been up to and what exciting events are coming up. Also, if you're listening to us on Spotify, don't forget to answer our poll question. Thanks and enjoy. It's so good to see you again. Oh, you too. Bellini Becky. Uh, I'm going to start opening this bottle of cava while we chat. Oh, you were reading my mind. I got to finish this, uh, what's this say? Bartolini. It was a, an Italian red that was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It went, it paired well with our salad. We it had a did. nice, healthy salad tonight, mm-hmm. which was not my usual uh, dinner fare. Appreciate you conforming me into salad eating. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was I very so good. Myself. I I've really liked it. Making a lot of them, like a mixed green salad with strawberries, blueberries, oh, a few candied. <gasps> <laughs> Maybe some champagne. Wow. <laughs> I just hope you're okay. <laughs> Did you get a, a champagne shower? Nope. It didn't bubble over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have a confession to make. I am terrified every time I open a bottle of champ. Well, not usually champagne. I don't right. I mean, pers- let's be honest. Yeah, prosecco, cava. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified when I pull the cork. I don't know why. You think it's gonna hit you or someone else or all of the above? Oh. I think something horrible is gonna happen every time. It's a weird anxiety thing or something I did in my past life where. Yeah. There was a traumatic event that happened while a bottle of champagne was being opened. 
Well, Ricky, if you need yeah. me, I will be there to open champagne bottles for I, you. I appreciate or you. Or Prosecco or Cava or, you know, whatever oh, you need. That's why you're my friend. <laughs> I, need, I need that backup. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Speaking of things that we do well together, let's talk about, I haven't seen you since our launch party event, <laughs> and it's been not quite a week ago. Um, at Sobro Spirits. No, talk about an occasion for popping bottles. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't even drink any bubbly that night, I don't think. No, no, I don't think so. <sighs> so what would you think? Well, first of all, I'm still on cloud nine. I was so happy with the turnout, and it was good to meet people that either are new listeners or have been listening from day one, which I know that hasn't been long ago, <laughs> but still to hear people talk to us about Oh yeah, I listened to Chris and I listened to JP and you know, they're excited to hear our next episode. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I was super thrilled with just how all of it went. I think I mean, I love events where people come and hang out and drink wine and try new things and meet new people. So that's kind of my jam and yours too, I'm sure. So um we sold some merchandise, which was really fun. Yeah, it's like people want us like on their stuff, right? like t-shirts, wine bottle holders, mm-hmm. like crazy. People like our cartoonish faces on stuff. <laughs> and they, it was funny though, because people would be like, "Oh, this one's you, Ricky," because um, she's got curly hair and glasses, mm-hmm. and that means this one's Becky. <laughs> I got to give a shout out to my friend's daughter, who I mean, it was kind of a collective effort. I think you yeah. sent some images. My friend Taryn sent me like some ideas and images. And then I asked, um, Lane, who is a freshman, she might be a, yeah, freshman at Cincinnati, University of Cincinnati. Maybe she's a sophomore. <laughs> I think she might I know, be a Time goes by now. fast. I tell you. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Anyway, she kind of took it and turned it into something that we've been putting on things. So I, I got to send her a tank top or something. So I love it because it's like kind of a fun image. And I think that's us. We're fun. Damn it. We're fun. We're fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I want to give a shout out to my niece who uh, got our wine bottle yes. holders turned around pretty quickly, mm-hmm. um, as well as some extra stickers with our QR code. Um, my niece, uh, Kristen, she has her own business called any and everything. It's like N E N N E N and then the word everything. N E N N E N and everything. Okay. And she really does make any and everything. And yeah, so I appreciate her help as yeah. well, especially coming through <laughs> kind of last minute because we are like uh, flying by the seat, seat of, of our, our pants. pants. <laughs> Planning as we go, but it's <laughs> but it's fun and we're we're getting it figured out. I feel like, but. I do too. So, it's, and it's super fun. Yeah, it really is. And I love meeting all these people. But what I also appreciate, though, are the people that couldn't come but still took time out to say, hey, thank you for the invite. This is great. I hate that we missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but let us know when you guys do something else. So We're, We'll have to start planning our next thing. I know. Although I know. Ricky comes to a lot of my things. She's a good supporter. <laughs> we're, we're sort of starting to meld things together, I feel like, a little bit, which is totally fun. Well, so. well, I think it all it it all kind of ties in together. So how could I not? Oh. Yeah, it's it's so much fun and we had some great great wine and great great food. Like mm-hmm. Chris uh knocked it out of the park in terms of picking what wines. I mean, what was it? 
It was five wines, and four out of the five were South African. Was that right? I think all of them were. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. They I think all, they all were. They were all really good, and mm-hmm. including um, the last one. I wish I would have brought the list with me. Oh, it's upstairs. That I wasn't, uh, I wasn't expecting to like, and it was one of those things where it took me a couple of steps, and I just kind of melted into it. it like, <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the way to end it. I'm going to, I'm buying, I'm doing a private wine tasting at the corporate wine tasting tomorrow afternoon. And they said, can you bring a couple extra bottles of whatever for us to drink after the tasting's mm-hmm. over? And they're doing an Italian themed wine tasting, but I'm going to go tomorrow and get a couple of the bottles that we had That's last week awesome. just to promote that. And Do you know what you're going to get yet? I'm going to get, I think I'm going to get the Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, that was, that was really popular. I mm-hmm. think most people at our event were when they mm-hmm. stopped and bought something afterwards, it seems like most of them were buying that one. Yeah. I wish we had the name of it on the tips of our tongues mm-hmm. because now we can't. Anyway, and then there was a South African Shiraz, and I'm going to get that one, yeah. too. I, like I really one. like that one. That was Me my too. favorite. Yeah. Um, so if you need to know what those are, you can contact us if you want to go get them. They were very reasonable. All the wines we tried were under, I think there was only one wine that was in the 30s. Everything else was probably 25 and under, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so super reasonably, but reasonably priced. And of course, I picked South African wines to kind of a little bit promote my South Africa trip in March. But um, we also had some great South African food. Oh, yes. <laughs> that Chef Felicia prepared. So that was really good. Um, that was great. It was just a, it was just a fun night. Yeah, it really was. And I love to watch everybody mingling people that wouldn't have otherwise mm-hmm. known uh, mm-hmm. each other. So to see them mingle and share information and uh, talk about how wonderful we are. Um, I'm sure that's what they were talking about. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't hear anyone say we were. <laughs> oh, oh, and I have to give a, a shout out to my sister, Vanessa, yes. who came after work to help us with our merch table. and Battled with the traffic. Everyone said the traffic was bad, but yeah. Yeah, I loved meeting her. She has a great personality. Oh, she's, she's all personality. Fun, yeah. We'll have to have her on our podcast sometime. Oh, really? I'm going to tell you, it will not be boring. Love it. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Okay, Ricky, you went to a fun event this Friday. Yes, tell I me did. about it. Yeah, so I went to Le Dinner en Blanc. I don't even vote. Uh, listen to me. I'm like trying You're to put an it really fancy. accent on there, and I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. So, yeah, the dinner in white. Um, and it is a tradition that started like 20 some odd years ago in France. It was just this guy that had a crazy idea that, Hey, I'm going to get all my friends together in a park for a picnic. And they were like, okay, well, that's great. But how will we know how to find you? How will we know how to find each other? And he's like, well, just everybody wear white and we'll know that, okay, you're here for the gathering. So I guess it just kind of took off from there. So now it's in just about every major city uh, in the world right now. So this was the fifth year in Indianapolis and my second year attending the event. And it is... It's, Your pictures it's, were fabulous. Oh, it's just loads of fun. It's kind of, it's some work, uh, especially your first year, because they're very specific about your table that you bring and table size. Like you can either rent from them and their vendors or you can purchase your own, which I chose to purchase my own. So um, you can bring any white. I just had white folding chairs, and I got chair covers to just covers to put over them, just to make them a little, look a little fancier. But not everybody did. You could just bring white folding chairs. 
um, and a table with a little tablecloth. And we brought like our own decorations, tried to make it look a little fancy for us. I love it. Um, uh, you can bring, you're supposed to bring your own food or again, you can work with their vendors and purchase their food. This year we had Chef Oya. Um, I think some people out there know who she is. She has a place, I think it's 34th and Keystone called The Trap. Amazing, amazing seafood. Um, so she uh, prepared our meal for us. Just um, for the people that went with you? Yeah, um, uh, she, I guess she was making them for this event, but didn't really advertise it. But she's uh, friends with a friend of mine who happens to be uh, the other grandparent to, <laughs> to my grandsons. Okay, um, oh my gosh, is friends so cool. with Chef Boy. And so it was only $25. And we got salmon, uh, shrimp, uh, wild rice, this amazing mm. broccoli. I don't know what she put on this broccoli, but it was <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, a wonderful mixed green salad and a big old slab of chocolate cake it's like you Dang, can't beat that yeah, so that's great I hope she continues to do this every year because it was so good um who did you take with you I took um my, the other grandmother okay. <laughs> uh, to my grandson's Terrell um and uh this was her first time attending the event I took my niece which was her first time and her best friend um also a first time um, you cannot bring in your own alcohol, but you are uh, able to purchase alcohol from the event, um, ahead of time. So I ordered a bottle of Moscato, which they're all Moscato girls, which actually it was pretty good. Like I'm not much of for sweet wines, but it was, it was actually yeah, pretty good. If it's good, yeah. it doesn't taste kind of yeah. like we all anticipate it. Yeah. Um, and then a bottle of, uh, it was like a bubbly rosé. Um, and so that, that was pretty good too. Um, but yeah, just a great event and just to see everybody there in all white, like just how many such people a spectacle. get, you know, ish. Ah, man, I can't, I, I can't even imagine how many people are there. I'm going to say around a thousand. So it's a secret location every year. So you don't even know where you're going until you get there. Um, they have, I think, six sign-up locations around the city. So you decide and sign up for where you're going to get on the bus that takes you to the event. Um, and each uh, location has like five or six um, chartered buses. So if that lets you know oh anything about the size of this thing, every bus is full. Everybody gets on the bus, puts their... Uh, belongings underneath and they take you to the event. So this year it was at Coxhall um, Gardens in Carmel. Beautiful, gorgeous. It was just, it was fabulous. Um, so you, you get there and unload all your stuff and set everything up. They had great performers, acrobats, they had a harpist. They just, just so cool. Yeah, very, very, very cool. Um, but then once I, once everybody gets seated and gets their stuff all set up, there's a tradition of um, waving your white napkins, which signifies, hey, it's time for everybody to eat. And then when everyone's done, then there's a sparkler lighting thing too that signifies the dance floor is open. And that's when it really turns into a party. Because <laughs> by then everybody's eaten and probably uh, into their second bottle of, you know, wine or champagne or what have you. Um, it's, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, 
amazing event. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you'll have to come with me next year. I would love to. Um, I also need a report on which dress you decided on. Oh, yeah. So um, the dress I got was uh-huh. more of a, ah, I don't know how to describe it. It looked really plain, but when I put it on, it's like, okay, this is hitting in all the right places. And with a good pair of Spanx, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> you showed me pictures of two choices. So now I think I know which one it yeah, is. Yeah, so I, I did <laughs> not wear the one that had like the feathery stuff, okay. the, which I, I liked it in the picture. But when I put it on, it just, it wasn't for me. I think it's for one of those little stick thin little waist oh. of a girl like mm-hmm. which is not me yeah it's not us <laughs> no <laughs> yeah I got curves for days mm-hmm. same here sister. but that's half the fun too figuring out what to wear and mm-hmm. seeing what everybody's oh, wearing I'm that's sure. the other uh, great thing I love about that event I'm just like oh look at that oh that's fabulous and and like the men and women both like uh-huh. some of these men just like are dressed to the nines like it's it's very cool oh that's so fun so you went to I had a a wedding no it was a uh, one of my best girlfriends uh Kim she uh is has worked for the state department of education for several years she just got a new job with another education agency and last year they do a big gala every year and they recognize oh. and award teachers, That's teachers and amazing. schools throughout the state of Indiana. Um, so there's sponsors and the organization she just started working for was a big sponsor. It was the mind trust is who she's working for now. Um, but they, they needed her former coworker who was planning the event texted her and said, um, I have this table of people and she listed the names of the people, some of whom I know because you know, I spent a lot of time with her and I know some of her former coworkers and that. And, uh, she's like, this is going to be a difficult table. She's like, and I want to fill a seat here at this table. Do you think Bellini Becky could do it? And Kim's like, uh, yeah, if anybody could do it, Bellini Becky can. So she texted me and asked if I wanted to go, which of course it, I was available, which was nice. And then it's just a fun dress up event uh-huh. And like they're recognizing teachers, which is very heartwarming and good. And they did a new thing this year, which was, I thought, pretty cool. Um, Several teachers around the state of Indiana won monetary awards for being good teachers. And they did a huge check presentation, meaning like they literally, you know, like the big Big. cardboard checks (laughs) with the teacher's names written on them. And then their actual check was taped to the back and the Department of Education staff like ran the checks throughout the room Aww. to like take them to the teachers at their tables while they were calling out their names. And it was just really exciting and nice and fun. Um, the bar was flowing. That's always fun. Oh, yeah. Um, those teachers deserve it. The money yeah. and the bar that's right. flowing. <laughs> I think that's the thought, you know, and that's that, you know, that's where the sponsors come into is, you know, they're helping pay for those kinds of things because the state can't do that. But um, it's just a really neat event and I have a lot of friends who are teachers. Um, and it's just nice to know that some are getting recognized yeah. and it's been a rough many years, I'm sure. So yeah. anyway, it was a super fun event. I had a great time, fun people. And some of the people that were at that event were at our event on Wednesday. So that's just yeah. fun. Um, yeah. So that was Friday night. And then, um, oh, I wanted to mention, I've been listening. Ricky has been on a couple podcasts lately. Um, 
officially on one and then you participated yeah. and I think we've talking to, we talked to Dyke Michaels about his event summer adult summer camp um but uh you were on the fresh and clean podcast which is anything but clean no but lots no, of fun no definitely I not loved safe it. for work for so don't listen to it um with your speakers <laughs> up. but um I actually kind of um hijacked my husband was on the podcast and uh, they gave me permission to kind of tag along. Oh, listen to that. I wonder if you can hear that on the microphone. I hope so. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I got to tag along with my husband, um, a great group of guys, um, both comedians, one kind of dipping his toe back into the comedy scene. Oh, okay. um, the producer, BJ, and then... Um, so BJ Robbins and then Craig Robinson are the two primary hosts and uh, they are just amazing people. Um, and then they have a newer, um, a newer sidekick or <laughs> her name is uh, Morgan and she's a newer comic, uh, sweet girl. And I don't know how she got mixed up with those two crazy guys, but she's doing a great job and kind of balances everything out because mm-hmm. um, they will talk about anything uh-huh I told you I texted you and said oh my gosh I'm listening to your podcast while I'm on a walk <laughs> and I'm definitely laughing out loud and if I'm not doing that then I'm just like smiling ear to ear because it's kind of it's super funny and I'm sure people are looking at me like what on earth is she <laughs> listening to but there's nothing that makes me happier than something that makes me like laugh really hard and so I mean you it's, I mean, I learned a lot of things. I learned, I actually, not anything bad. I just, I actually learned more about you listening to the podcast. You know, you were talking about like your parents, a little bit about your kids. And although I am to the point there was, you know, it was two episodes because you guys had so much stuff. Um, and I still haven't heard Terry rap. Oh, it's at the very end. It's it's at the very end of episode episode two. Yeah. So, my husband, who was a rapper back in the day, he was in a band called Indie Bad Boys. Oh my God! Yeah, I know. I, I know. Can't even could you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody can imagine. Um, yeah. So they asked him to uh, do a little freestyle rap at the very end. Well, actually, he was supposed to do it at the beginning. Uh huh. But Nate took all of Terry's rap time and. Uh, yeah, so they made sure that that was the last thing they did before they signed off. <laughs> I think there's even a little video snippet if you follow Fresh and Clean podcast on Instagram or Facebook or something. I think they have a little Gosh. video snippet of him rapping too. But yes, I love it. Yeah, yeah. My so husband, it was fun. Yeah, it, it was fun. I, now I'm like, I need to go back and listen to it because I hope I didn't say anything too uh, inappropriate. Because Nate was feeding me some kind of tequila that was really good and really smooth <laughs> the whole time. And I was, yeah, I was just sipping on it. But So is that a joke? You weren't drinking Hennessy? No, no. Terry was, I think. Okay. Yeah, Terry <laughs> mentioned it. And I'm like, well, is that just sort of like the thing that you say? <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not as much of a dark liquor girl. Like, yeah. Although I do enjoy like an old fashioned every now and again. But yeah, yeah I'm more... More with the tequila occasion and vodka um, cocktails, but yeah. yeah, yeah, that's more me. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, 
And as you mentioned, uh, we interviewed Dyke Michaels, who mm-hmm. hosts another podcast, Harder Brunch, and uh, that'll be coming out this coming Friday. I'm so excited. Yeah. He's a he's a lot of fun. Uh, kind of has kind of like us. I feel like we have our hands in a lot of different things, mm-hmm. and so does he. Like, not inappropriately. That sounds weird. <laughs> he doesn't have his hands in a lot of different things like that, but he does a lot. Uh, Comedian, podcaster, chef, mm-hmm. um, now event organizer. Yeah, I guess we can uh-huh. add that to his list of accomplishments. Mm-hmm. So um, I hope people stay tuned and listen to us talk about that. Yeah, and both of those podcasts have given us our podcast a shout out, which is much yes, appreciated. Yes, absolutely. Sharing the love. Yeah. So I am really looking forward to this next week. Um, getting Dyke's podcast out there. And then we have several other interviews lined up and oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I am too. We're, so if you have any ideas or suggestions for people for us to interview, please send them our way. Um, we're always looking for new blood. And if you know of any wine events coming up soon, it doesn't even really have to be wine. It could be probably any adult yeah. beverage <laughs> that you'd like uh, Becky and I to show up at, and we can talk to people, maybe even talk to you and get a, some airtime with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I do have a Southern Indiana wine trip coming up um, mm. the first weekend in November. It's the 4th and 5th of November. It's just a, We leave on a Saturday from Indianapolis with transportation and a driver, um, and we'll come back on Sunday. Um, we'll hit three wineries on Saturday and two on Sunday, maybe three if our group allows, <laughs> you know, wants to spend the time. But um, there's a lot of inclusions um, and include your hotel stay, wine tastings and spirits tastings. There's several of the wineries that we go to will also have spirits, um, includes lunch on Saturday um, and we'll stay in Madison, Indiana, which is a really cool town if you've not been there. So I have not. I have limited space, so I need everybody to sign up by the end of September because I've got to release the hotel rooms back by then. So um, they do have a music festival going on that weekend, too, which I didn't find out until after I planned, so that's kind of a happy accident. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. It'll be my first official trip with you. I know. You need to sign up. I do. (laughs) I do. Don't I? I mean, I kind of need you on the list. Yeah, yeah. I've already blocked my calendar. Yeah, my husband blocked his calendar. So, yeah. So you we just gotta, sign up and eventually yeah, pay money. Yeah. So, just details. Just, you details. Know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, okay. Well, anything else for the... For the good of the cause? We are coming to you from our new podcast studio. I know. This is so cool. We hope it sounds better. We have a real mic and everything. It's mm-hmm. only taken us, what, uh, maybe a little over an hour to figure out how to use it. <laughs> that we were watching YouTube. <laughs> we had to screw and unscrew the bendy arm thing and run upstairs and get the power cord for the computer. But we did it. And we're very proud of ourselves. I know. We are um, We're amazing. We're strong, independent women. Who don't need no p- producer. Sorry, are, Terry. I know. Love you. Yeah. Even though <laughs> I'll probably text you to ask you more questions soon. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of fun. Uh, We're in the basement of Melanie Becky's house. But to all the our podcast mm-hmm. guests, we just tell them that they can come to our podcast studio, studio. in Broad Ripple. Yeah. So, <laughs> that sounds much fancier. Anyway. <laughs>
All right. Well, here's to us. Here's to us. Cheers, friend. Hi, Alice. Lady Messy here, inviting you to join me on my wine tour to Southern Indiana, November 4th and 5th. The trip includes visits to five wineries, an overnight stay in a cute little town of Madison, Indiana, lunch on Saturday, a driver, and transportation. I hope you'll join me by going to my website to look for more information and to sign up. Deadline is September 30th for signing up.